2: Welcome to
3: the Chronic Podcast Offseason Survival Series.
2: I'm your host, Ralph Marlborough. As
3: always, we are joined by our fearless leader, Dave Cariello, who we haven't talked to, talked to in a while, and Kevin Hell from the King Drops the Ball. Um, Dave, you have a fantastic graphic, which is literally Back to the Future. As we get closer and closer to Breeze a little bit of him disappears each day. Um... Could the media have this all wrong in that everybody said, oh, it's going to get done. It's 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 fine. Don't worry about it. It might, it might be done on the last day, but it's going to get done. Drew Brees will tweet out that he signed a contract and everybody gets a free Jimmy John sandwich. It's going to be great. But the media, they've been wrong all offseason. They said if they don't sign Drew Brees before free agency starts, they can't make moves because they won't have any cap space. That was wrong. Um So basically, maybe the media has it all wrong, and we should really be in full-on panic mode.
2: I mean, I think everybody should be in whatever mode they need to be or want to be in. Um, I am not in panic mode, but I am definitely um, cognizant and aware of the fact that um, the deadline may pass. Um, but, uh, I know there are a lot of people out there that are super optimistic and, uh, you know, they heard Drew Brees say that, um, he'll, uh, (laughs) that he would never skip a season, but then those same people forgot to hear him, his next sentence where he said, but anything can happen. (laughs) Uh, you know, so (laughs) I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. At the same time, I'm also, you know, We've seen Mickey, and, uh, you know, we've seen him do his work, and he gets it done when he needs to get it done. And uh, I was listening to Mike Petillier on WWL today, during the day. He wasn't talking with Bobby or Beach, he, he was talking with us, bud, actually. And, uh, you know, he said that, you know, deadlines often will get the ball rolling and 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 and, and move people into action. So... I guess the hope is and, – and, of course, I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous that we're even at this situation and we're talking about, you know, getting this done at the final hour or the 25th hour or the 11th hour or whatever, uh, you know, cliche you want to use. But uh, I think the hope is that as we get super close to the deadline uh, that it's going to get done. I, I really genuinely think if it's going to get done, it's going to be July 14th, July 15th or whatever. Uh, it will be – Right, you know, it, it'll be when only the tip of Drew Brees' head is showing in our Breeze again, uh, on <laughs> our Breeze again graphic, or, or or just just a couple of fingertips will be holding that ball up in the air there. Just the birthmark. Yeah. Birth. Yeah. But I assure you, on that last day, he will be gone out of that picture. Oh my goodness, Kevin. um Just the birthmark. Actually, we should have done that. The floating birthmark. <laughs> Hanging I mean, there. This is all you get, New Orleans. <laughs> Kevin,
3: is, this is a real deadline. I mean, we 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 they, we had a bunch of points before where we thought they were deadlines. You know, like before free agency started, before mini camp. This is an actual hard, concrete deadline. If the deal gets done, who blinks first? The
2: Saints
1: or Drew Brees? Wait, Ralph? Yes. Can you repeat repeat that last sentence? I had some jackass trying to call me on this phone, and I had to hit some button to turn it off so I didn't hear the last part of your question.
3: If the deal gets done like we all hope it does, which side blinks first, the Saints or Drew Brees?
1: Well, it's gonna be the Saints. It's gonna be the Saints. All the leverage is in Drew Brees's corner now. They had the ruling in his favor. This just now counts as his third franchise tag. So, if they want to franchise him again, it'll cost them far more money, and they're better off signing him to a big deal now, and then, you know, giving him you know, more of that money up front as opposed to having to do this whole one-one-year shit and then paying him more money. I, I just... He, he's got the leverage. Oh, right. The I leverage mean... is with Drew Brees, and honestly, if the deal doesn't get done, this may this may slide more of the... Uh, a little bit more of the blame onto him, Actually. Yeah, because it's like, all right, well, the ruling is is in Drew's favor, so now the team knows what it has to do, and Drew knows what 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 he should be getting. So the Saints have to meet it, and if the Saints put something out there and Drew says no, then you know maybe Drew looks a little bad for it. I don't know how bad, but I mean, we just. I'll have to jump
3: off that bridge, maybe literally, when we get to it. How much, Dave? How much is Tom Condon responsible? He's Drew Brees' How much? How much responsibility does he have to to get a deal done for Breeze In a sense of going into the plan on the tag this year is a yeah, he he gets a huge pay. He gets 20, almost twenty four million dollars next year, but this year he only gets seventeen million dollars. So, in a sense, if if Drew Brees doesn't get a deal done, he Tom Condon is rolling the dice of about anywhere between thirty and forty million dollars of Drew Brees' money, depending on what the Saints have offered guarantees wise. How much does it fall on him to get a deal done? in respect to what's best for his client as far as
2: risk? Well, I mean, I think for the most part, his interests are aligned with Drew Brees' interests. Um, I I think it's in everybody's best interest in this entire situation to get a deal done, a long-term deal done. Um, Well, actually, that's not true. I would say it's in Drew and Tom Condon's best interest. It's not necessarily in the same best interest to get a long-term deal done. And, uh, you know, it makes me wonder if the Saints know something or feel something or think something about Drew, and maybe they don't really want to have him locked up to, uh, you know, five or six years. Maybe they don't really see him lasting that long. I don't know why not. I don't know why they would. Um, all signs would say that that's absolutely untrue. But um, this is the way I'll subject. But, you know, I've thought about this. This whole thing and and the Tom Condon thing really um, boggles my mind because and I was having this conversation with my in-laws two days ago um, because they think that it's that he's the reason this whole thing isn't getting done. They think Tom Condon is being greedy uh, and he's asking for more money and blah, blah blah blah. And I mean I just don't agree with that just because. Tom Condon represents Eli Manning and Peyton Manning and a lot of other huge, huge stars, and he has some of the biggest contracts in the league. Uh, you know, the, the different if he makes 10% of Drew's salary, um, the difference between 21 million and 23 million a year is just a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. And while that's a big deal to you and me, yeah. I think that to Tom Condon, that's not really that's not that big of a deal. Uh-huh. Uh, that's that's walking around money and. And 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 with with that in mind, it's just not worth it. I don't think to Tom Condon to be dragging this out and to piss off for an entire city and to and to put his client Drew Brees at risk if if this plan backfires or whatever. Um, I you know I, I don't know whether it's a, 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 a about greed. Again, like I've said all along, and like a few people have said all along, I, I think that just somewhere in this contract, there's just something that. Uh, that one of the sides, and I would say it's the Saints, just doesn't like. Um, there's yeah. something that's just funky, whether it has to do with the upfront money or, or whether it has to do with some weird clause or performances or, you know, something, some crazy get out of jail free card or something. I, I don't know, but, um, to no. me, that's just, that's it. Cause, cause, Cause otherwise, it's just, this just, it just doesn't make sense for for anybody for this to have gone this far, and that's just, this is just the part that I just I just cannot wrap my uh, my mind around. Is is why has why has the Saints let it come this far? Why has Drew Brees let it come this far? Why has Tom Condon let it come this far? Um, I think it's obvious that the Saints want Drew Brees and need Drew Brees. Any team would love to have him. He's the best player in the league.
3: And uh, not according to the top one hundred, Dave.
2: Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers had a great season last year and, uh, I would say it was a coin flip as far as top 100 and so on. I, to be honest with you, I was impressed with the NFL network that they actually put Drew second. I, I was really concerned He was going to be like four or five at the highest and like somewhere like in the upper top 10, like seven, eight or nine. I, I didn't think that they had it in them, uh, to, to put Drew at number two, so I was actually impressed that they did that. Anyway, you know, I, I don't know. The, the, the whole contract situation really is, it, makes, it makes absolutely no sense to me. It makes zero sense.
3: Kevin, I've always gotten the sense that, in listening to Drew Brees, as many interviews that he's on, uh, that he drives this bus. That you know, some players they let their agent handle it, and the agent that works out the best deal they can get, and they say, look. Deal is done. This is what they got. It's the best deal I can get you. I get the sense from listening to Breeze that maybe he's not in the room with Loomis hammering it out, but he is definitely driving the bus. And he had whatever, you know, Dave just explained, whether it's money or a clause or something, there is something specific that drew Breeze once out of this deal, and he's not getting it, whether it's guaranteed money Years and outlaws, something. Any speculation, cause I love rampant speculation, any speculation on what <laughs> it could be that could hold up this deal that's not a giant pile of money?
2: Hmm. What could it be?
3: I mean, does he want Jimmy John's to be the official caterer of the Saints? <laughs>
1: That would be a nice that'd be a nice stadium deal. Yep. Have, have, have Jimmy John's uh, get a stadium deal there. that would be good. Um, lifetime supply of Mercedes Benzs, uh, the complete uh, library of of uh, Nintendo games with all the accessories because I mean, let's face it, Drew Brees is only a year older than us, so Nintendo would would still be uh, very much in his wheelhouse.
3: The complete series uh, of Dynasty so we can catch up on what's been happening on TV lately.
1: Well, actually, I, I, I actually, actually, I, I, actually I would say Dallas because he, he just probably just started watching the new series and is like, wow, this is a great show. What do they keep referring to all these past dealings? And then somebody will give him the box and go, oh my God, that these people were actually doing all this way back in the day. I don't know. I, so, I, I I
3: don't know you don't know well I like, I, I, I
1: don't know I'm, I'm stumped. I, I wish you had told me this in the pregame I could have tried to craft some some hilarious ideas here
3: <laughs> we, we didn't have any we didn't have any pregame today because I, I actually had to do work at work today which sucked um Kevin now we go to the, the topic is your work of the Bounty, whatever, of gate, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And today the commish, among other things, it just came out that he said, you know, I know I said that Anthony Hargrove, uh, for sure, and I had my prosecutor, Mary White, or whatever her name was, say that, it was, that we're absolutely that so. sure that Anthony Hargrove said, pay me my money. But now, not really, and just the fact that we got it on tape, somebody saying it means you people are cheating motherfuckers. You're bounty, you were trying to kill Brett Favre, The land baron. So, because of that, you're all guilty, and I knew it. Um, does this admission by Goodell, does it change anything for you? Does it make, I mean, what does it, it mean? Shit for me.
1: It doesn't change shit for me, it just solidifies the fact that, that just because, just because the fuckers in charge come in and say you're guilty, and trust us on it, no, 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 no. No, we don't, uh, we don't play by that. It's, it's called, you need to present a serious, uh, set, uh, you need to present serious evidence, not circumstantial horseshit, but serious evidence linking, linking people directly to a bounty scheme. And, and, and that's, that's the other thing too. And when Breeze was on Latterman he made this great fucking point that that all the NFL writers seem to just you know gloss gloss the fuck over. He just said, you know, we're being accused of a bounty scheme, a pay for injury scheme. When you know, when now it's like they're starting to, they're starting to slightly call it you know pay for performance, pay for performance. And Drew doesn't even deny the pay-for-performance angle. He doesn't deny that. What he's denying is the bounty thing. What he's denying is that people were being paid money and rewarded for intentionally going out and hurting people. Nobody has denied the idea that people were getting extra money on the side or money under the table for making certain plays or losing money for doing stupid things Nobody's denying that. And if the league wanted to, from the get-go, they could have said, okay, we don't like this, we've said it, to, we've it's illegal before, the Saints, uh, flouted the rules after being warned not to behind the scenes, and we're gonna come down on them for it. For that. Now obviously the punishments wouldn't have been as severe. And it probably wouldn't have gotten as much buzz and it might have gotten maybe like a week's worth of play. But instead it suddenly becomes, well, the Saints were conspiring to harm people and all this other kind of crap. And and, and, and you know, the way things keep bearing out, it's like no no, it's 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 an overzealous defensive coordinator who took his job extraordinarily seriously, who made a shitty PowerPoint presentation, who <laughs> you know, got everybody fired oh, up. Oh,
3: so shitty. Which
1: which, which which is, again, what football is, getting a bunch of grown-ass men fired up to go knock the shit out of another team of grown-ass men and get paid for it. And the fact is they were doing some side bets, some side things, I say side bets, I mean, some things on the side with, you know, a few hundred dollars here and there, a few thousand dollars here and there, which to them is walking around money, and, you know, it's wrong. I don't think any, I don't think any Saints fan, unless he or she is completely deluded, would, would deny that or try to find a way out of that. So it's wrong and they should maybe get popped for, they should have gotten popped for that, but, you know, it's, it's, all the shit that they've dealt with here almost negates whatever penalty they could have gotten had it just been the pay for performance thing, you know, it's 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 it's, it's and I, I hate going to Shawshank because you know Lord for Lord forbid I make a reference to something even though it's apropos Lord forbid I make a reference that Bill Simmons has made before, yeah. um, but at the end of Shawshank, what does what does Andy Dufresne say? He said you know. Whatever crimes I've done, whatever whatever crimes or bad things I've done in my life, I have paid for them and then some by being in prison. And he was wrongly convicted in being in prison. I, I paid for them and then some. So the the bullshit that the that the organization and that the players have had to deal with has almost has gone over the embarrassment or whatever could have happened had it just been paid for performance. Yeah, I think
3: that's true. And, you know, Dave, I was, I was gonna lead from that into sort of, um I'd gone to Vegas this past weekend over the 4th of July holiday. And the Saints odd uh, to, you know, before Bounty, the whole Bounty thing break, they were 5-2. Now they're 15-1. to one, And I bet on them, of course. I, but I, even if I wasn't a Saints fan, I think that's a really good bet. Because people don't understand. We can't put the, what the Bounty Chaos, nobody has any idea of what it's gonna do. And I want to get to that in a second, but first, um, is this going to be the worst year of Sean Payton's life? I mean, just on a personal level, the guy, he can't coach. He's going to get divorced, so instead of being able to dive headfirst into his job like most football coaches are going to do, is he just going to, like, roam America and have his own show on the Food Channel looking for great tailgating food? I mean, uh... Could things be any worse for Sean Payton right now? <laughs> Dave? Oh, wait, did we
1: lose Dave? I
3: think we did. Oh my, oh my. Uh oh, I think we did. We did, we did, uh. We did lose Dave. Uh oh, Uh-oh, I had a, uh. I had a technical... So, Kevin, your thoughts? I mean, is. Yeah, is... okay, well,
1: hey, I did Okay, here's the deal. Diving in, how did you word that? Dive into- diving
3: into his job, you know. If he was getting, you know, if he's getting no, no, no. divorced,
1: forget, forget diving into his job. He's diving into some pussy. <laughs> That's what you could do. And you talk about, you're about him going, going all around the country, uh, or, or with, with, with what, some, something for the Food Channel.
3: Yeah, you're saying no. Oh, I have the wrong channel.
1: Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it, 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 it ain't going to be channel. But I missed
2: your call. Leave a message and
1: I'll get back to you. I missed, I missed your call. Really? How New York is that? How New York is is, is Dave's voicemail?
3: It is very New York.
1: Sorry, I missed your call. Wow, that is very New York.
3: Like a Nathan's Hot Dog New York.
1: Right, good lord. Okay. Uh So, it, you know, it, it's He's, gonna, he, he's, he's not going to be, you know, shopping a, a, a TV show. No, he's going to be cruising for tail around the country. That's what he's going to be doing. And, and, you know, playing the box, he's either going to be playing the bongos with uh, with uh, Mr. Pina Colada, Margarita guy, or, or he's going to be playing the fucking ass bongos on some 22-year-old co-ed. I mean, you know... Everybody says that when something bad happens to you, you want to pour yourself into your job and all that kind of shit. Well, the job, Coach, is highly fucking stressful as it is. Never mind having a trouble, divorce, and sorting out things with your kids. Well, and how, and how are you going to handle that? So, this the is well, Kevin. Here's is the, actually. I'm Leave
2: so him
3: He missed the call again. That's strike two for Dave. Can continue, Kevin?
2: (laughs)
1: The (laughs) we have a picture of Dave in front of us, and he's fading away now. Um, (laughs) The you know the suspension is the best thing that could have happened to him in in this particular case. Obviously, the sand is blows for me because. uh, Most qualified guy to be the head coach isn't going to be there. But for him, this is the best thing that could have happened to him, you know, all things considered. Obviously, it sucks getting divorced and all this other kind of stuff. But now he's getting divorced, so he needs time to sort all this shit out, to figure out what he's going to do about his own personal arrangements and to deal with his family and be there for his kids this first year is going to be very important for his kids and it's going to be about, you know, proving that that he's going to be around for them and that he can be there for them. I mean, look, I've not been divorced. I don't know too many people that have been divorced and I am merely playing a psychologist on internet radio, so take everything I'm saying with a fucking Higgs boson size grain of salt. Uh but that's for here it's about it's about proving you're still going to be a father. Never mind never mind being a coach. Prove you're still going to be dad and you're still going to be around and that you're making time for them. And you do that, you go back to being a head coach and your kids will hopefully be fine, and, and you, you can you can juggle things after that. But this first year, take care of you.
3: So Kevin, take
1: care of you and your family. So Kevin,
3: when will the really really incriminating drunk photos of Sean Payton with co ed appear on Deadspin?
1: Oh man, when will that's got to be like a matter of time, right? I mean, I'm thinking, let's see.
3: Before or after October fifteenth? Mm. Uh,
1: I would I would bet before. I would certainly bet before. I would say, I would definitely say maybe September. But I'm counting on the divorce. Like I'm 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 sort of banking on a a, short, a quick, quick divorce. Let's just get
3: the paperwork done with and be done with it. Oh. Is it going to be, is it going to be like, is it going to be like Bruce pearl S, or it's just going to be a treasure trove of photos that is like Instagram and Tumblr? Kind of to call. Leave a message and I'll oh.
2: get
3: back. Missed his call again. Dave left us in the lurch today.
2: That's okay. So,
3: um, Now that we've, we'll end on this, Kevin. And is, and I I mentioned it right before we got into the whole Sean Payton divorce thing. Nobody knows how this whole thing with the Saints not having their coach is going to play out. Um, I think the national media is going to go the whole. It's going to be a disaster. The Saints are going six and ten. Maybe they'll go eight and eight, nine and seven route. Um on the optimistic side is yeah, the Saints, they don't have Sean Payton, but god damn it, Barry Switzer won a Super Bowl. Um George Seifert won two Super Bowls. Um so it's possible for a great Hall of Fame head coach to leave and a team still win. Um so what is um what is gonna be a at- I'm not gonna ask you to make a prediction before we even get to training camp, but what are you looking for in training camp as like a telltale sign or maybe just not not even a thing but something you're looking for saying, um this tells me it's gonna be okay or that's a bad sign, Sean Payton's not around, I, I haven't seen this before. What what sort of signs will we be looking for in training camp? Try to get a read on how the things are gonna do. And I know it's preseason and preseason usually doesn't mean shit. But still we're all gonna be looking for it, so what are you gonna be looking for?
1: Uh well the the obvious answer is is well if breeze shows up that puts everybody at ease and, and just says, Okay, we can we can weather this but I'm just gonna look and and see how the uh the secondary is gonna do in coverage and just to, just to see how many blitzes do today they, do they do in preseason. Yeah. That's training camp i mean obviously i'm not going to be a training camp and the odds of me watching preseason games uh are slim but that would be my interest how how does the coverage look what, what with the how often they blitz and what, what are they bringing in that department and maybe as a third option i'd say uh how does mark ingram look coming back from injury and and is he really capable of uh carrying more of the workload.
3: Yeah, I think I'm going to be looking at the offensive line. I want to see if if De can hang in there in center and I want to see how Grubbs does as, as a replacement. The hardest thing, Kevin, for me and and we'll I think we'll get into this as we get into training camp. Uh and we see games, but the hardest thing for me I think with the Saints is you know, this offense last year, you had Drew Brees had career year, Jimmy Graham career year, Sproles
1: all, all, all time year, all time yeah, year, all time
3: year. Sproles had all time year, Graham had all time year, Brees had all time year. How much regression are you going to have from those pinnacles? Because you're not you're not going to get five thousand yards again in forty plus. You're not going to have Jimmy Graham. Oh, yeah. You're not going to have Darren Sproles getting setting the uh, yards from scrimmage record. You're, you're just you're not going to get all three of those again. And it's not saying that they're all going to get injured and suck, but how much regression are you going to have?
1: I I said this. I, I can't remember which show it was. I can't remember which one exactly, but it was shortly after he set the record, and 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 we were talking about what, what's he going to do next year. And I said he's going to regress to the mean. And now, of course. The mean for Drew Brees doesn't necessarily mean he's gonna go back to like he's gonna to go to like three thousand yards or thirty five hundred yards, something like that. No. He'll still throw for four thousand yards. But it'll be more it'll be far closer to four thousand yards than it will be to five thousand yards. I'm thinking somewhere like forty two, forty three hundred yards and instead of forty touchdowns and uh and, and how many interceptions did he throw? Nine? Yeah. I'm thinking it'll probably be more like 35,
0: 33.
3: 35.
1: It'll probably be more like 33 or 34, and it'll probably be 14 interceptions. Yeah. So that's regressing to the mean for Drew Brees. And you know what? Any quarterback in the NFL short, hell, Drew Brees would kill to have that number. Yeah. You know, if, if he'd have killed to have that number, uh, when he came here in the first place, Aaron Rodgers would kill to have that number before he took over as the starting quarterback, and Tom Brady would love to have that number. All, all other quarterbacks would, would, uh, would name a, any number of people to get those kind of numbers.
3: Yeah, and I mean, it, you know, the Saints are going to regress, but so is Green, Green Bay's not going 15 and 1. San Francisco not going to go thirteen and three and create fifty turnovers like they did. So oh, I mean, not,
1: not with Randy Moss and wide receiver. Yeah, that'll. You be... want to have it? Have Alex? Uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing Alex Smith throw the ball to Randy Moss. I look forward to that.
3: Oh Lord, I that, that is the game that I have penciled on my calendar the the San Francisco Forty Nine er game. But um, they're not
1: making the, they're not making the playoffs. Ooh. They're not making the playoffs. You know, you know how there's the five teams that don't make the playoffs. They're one of the fives.
3: Who's winning the West then?
1: Well, I, that I don't know. That's Seattle. That's, that's, that's TBA.
3: The, Seattle could if Matt if Matt Flynn ends up being decent, I guess. But that's a that's a that's a bold prediction by you, Kevin, on July.
1: That's a bold, that's a bold prediction coming in early July. I'm bringing, I'm bringing my balls this season, okay? I'm like bringing the balls
3: with me. The people like that. They don't, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't download this podcast for, you know, just milk toast timid, timid, uh, picks and I don't know. No. They want strong, out on a limb, crash and burn or, yeah. uh, gloat in January predictions. That's what they want. That's what the people demand. Um, oh,
2: well,
3: that's what I'm bringing. So, Kevin, uh, between... I'm not going to ask you if Drew Breeze is going to sign by the next time we have a podcast because I ask that question every week. Uh, by the way, Dave had uh, daddy duty. Uh, baby woke up, had to do a feeding. Uh, uh, and he's back, so we're going to call him right now. And uh, oh, Well, that
2: well,
1: That's going to hurt the hell out of his nipples. It does.
3: He probably had a press We're going to call him right now See if the... Uh, breast pads we got thrown up maybe but... hello
2: oh,
3: hey Dave, there yeah, I'm back you, yeah you sound like you're at a bird subscribe
2: yeah I don't know why that okay
3: well this podcast is a perfect quality
1: oh yeah
3: so it is it is it's, it's it's uh, it's top notch.
2: So, oh yeah. But um, better.
3: There you go, Dave. Did you have to breastfeed, or did baby throw <laughs> up, or, or both?
2: Uh, sorry. Um, my wife is in the shower, and yeah, he just like woke up and started screaming bloody murder, which is unusual for him. He's if he once he's out, he usually goes all the way till <laughs> seven in the morning. So, yeah.
3: Dave, I've got you know, it. I've got a Twitter feed for you to follow uh, that I discovered one day. It's called The Honest Toddler. It's got like 30, it's got like thirty thousand followers. I don't know. I guess it's like a it's like a mom and she writes from the perspective of a toddler. It's quite amusing. It is, I'm sure I would
2: find a lot of humor in
3: it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like um, why do why do I what does he say? Uh, toddler recipe. Step on raisin, eat raisin, you're welcome. Good good things like that. <laughs> but uh Dave, we were talking about um, to a couple of things uh before we get out of here. Um, one sort of being the Saints players, you know, Drew Brees, Scrolls, and Jimmy Graham, they all had all time seasons and they're gonna regress. So what's your sense of which one might have the most regress, regression of those, of those three?
2: Ooh, that's a good question. Uh.
3: Could be a blog post.
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it
3: could
2: probably be three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go, uh, man. See, the thing is, is I feel like Drew Reeves and Jimmy Graham, they're kind of tied in together. Uh, if one of them's having a really super year, it very well could mean the other's having a really good year too. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jimmy Glam. Uh, I think he's gonna do just great, but, uh, I don't know, I'd be really impressed if he got anywhere close to the season he had last year. Drew, you know, and the reason I say that is because Drew, he, he, uh, He always puts together, uh, solid seasons and he's always great. So, uh, I don't expect him to regress too much. And Sproles, he touches the ball so much, God God knows what the hell, uh, he could do. So I'm I'm just going to go with Jimmy Graham. But but really and truly, I don't see any three of them really regressing too much.
3: Not to, not to fault. They won't, they'll regress from, so what you're saying is they'll regress from like all-time seasons to really good. None of them is going to go back to just no, yeah. stinking. It'll have to be an injury. You were saying if one of them really, really falls off production wise, it'll most likely be because of injury, not just performance related. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely.
3: So, um, Kevin, th- th- I'm going to ask you this question, Dave, and you can answer and take, and then we'll get out of here. Kevin, um, Drew Brees, obviously, we always end on Willie's sign, but I'm going to skip that. What um, sort of thing are you looking for in the next week or how many days it is, 10 days before the the deadline? What sort of signal would you get from the media or wherever that things are really off track and it's not going to happen? What sort of news would have to leak out so sort the piece of information would come out that you would say, uh-oh, they're not, they're not close and it's not going to get done and would have you in full on panic mode.
1: Uh, I would need to hear everybody say that. And when I mean everybody, I'm talking <laughs> every, every insider, every talking head, anybody that knows anybody, especially my guy who knows a guy. I need everybody telling me they are very far apart and then and then I need like somebody on Yahoo Sports or maybe uh, maybe some somebody on Pro Football Talk to say, listen, they are really this far apart. They're like, you know, it's like two days to go, and they're like one point seven million dollars off. And you might not think that that's a lot of money, but that's what this is. The one point seven million is really about this, and that's why they're fighting over it. And blah blah blah, something like that. One of those situations where everybody suddenly lights up at roughly the same time and says, "Oh God, they're this far <laughs> apart at this time. This is catastrophe. This has catastrophe written all over it. Let's scramble the news van and get hmm. over there immediately so that we can watch all the Saints fans wail and gnash teeth."
3: Uh oh, Dave. What 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 sort of thing would you see in the next ten or so days that would make you think, "Oh shit, this isn't getting done"?
2: More of the same. Yeah, if we continue to see absolutely no news, um, if we continue to hear absolutely nothing, uh, that would make me uh, think, "Oh shit, this isn't getting done." So, if everything uh, stays status quo, time to start freaking out.
3: Yeah, I'm going to say the thing that's going to the one thing that'll freak me out the most is if between now and the deadline. I read an article on Pro Football Talk or Yahoo or wherever that really lays out the Saints' final offer in great detail, which the Saints never do as far as contract. If that contract gets laid out to you in detail before the deadline, to me, I'll think, oh shit, the Saints... Came off the number, made, you know, made Drew Brees this final, sort of this final offer, what they thought would get it done, and Drew Brees said no, so now the Saints are going to the media saying, look what we fucking offered him, and he turned this down. That's when I'll be panicked.
1: Or if he just randomly opens up another, uh, Jimmy John franchise between now and then.
3: Uh, one quick production, one quick prediction, and then we'll get out of here. Kevin. If the deal, if or let's say, let's be optimistic. When the deal gets done, is it broken by a media person, or is it broken by Drew Brees on Twitter?
1: <laughs> is Because now I'm trying to picture Drew Brees tweeting this, and how his and how his uh, his corporate ass is going to tweet that. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, I got to think about those jokes now. Um, I'm gonna say a media person. I, I, I can, I can see a media person getting it because Tom Condon will get it done and then Tom Condon will leak it to a few guys he knows or a trust with the info or something and they'll, they'll get it out there and, and Drew, Drew will confirm it probably after, after it's, uh, after the fire's lit, like before it, you know, before the campfire takes up all the logs, Drew Brees will acknowledge it. Like right when the spark hits and the charcoal being <laughs> picked up and, and all and the, the newspapers going, will most of us will know by that time and then Drew Brees will come in and say, Yeah, I'm happy to get a deal done, glad to spend the rest of my years in New Orleans, who that and all that stuff and you know, and, 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 and then it will then it will explode.
3: Dave? Is it does Drew Brees break his contract signing on Twitter, or does an actual media no. person do it?
2: No, Drew Brees definitely does not do it. Um, Drew Brees' tweets are about four hours after anything that's actually relevant, newsworthy. Um, <laughs> if it, uh, if this was Vegas and I was putting my money down on it, I would put uh, I probably put fifty bucks on Jay Glazer and I would put fifty bucks on Greg Benson.
1: Laser, that's the fuck. That's the fucking guy. That's the guy who's gonna fuck. Yeah, god damn it, that's who's gonna happen.
3: I think you need to have a thread on Canal Street Chronicle. Predict who's gonna break the Drew Brees signing, and if you think it's Drew Brees, write your Drew Brees tweet of how he would break his own signing. Uh,
2: Yeah, actually, that's a wonderful idea. I think we'll definitely be doing
3: that. (laughs) Yeah, I think. I think that could be a 400-comment thread in all its <laughs> glory and a, and a great time waster. Anyway, uh, for Kevin Held, for Daddy Dave, who had to do an emergency feeding, I'm Ralph Malbro. So long, be safe, and uh, don't get too nervous about the new signing. Hopefully it'll all work out. Until then, be safe, my friend.